Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Sometimes you'll hear the Christian life referred to as a journey, like the journey of faith. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think there's a better way to describe the life of the believer in Jesus, and that is as a pursuit. You see, journey can imply something that is passive, something over which you have little control. How many times as a kid did your parents say, get in the car? Where are we going? Don't worry about it. Just get in the car. Well, that was a journey, but you had no control over where you were going. A pursuit, on the other hand, says that you are in the driver's seat. You are deciding your destination. Listen to the Apostle Paul's description of his own life in Philippians 3, 7-14, and see if you don't agree that he viewed his life in Christ as a pursuit. As I read, I hope that you'll try to soak it all in. This is gold. What things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The Christian life is the pursuit of Jesus Christ. Paul makes that clear. I follow after, if that I may apprehend, that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Jesus is in pursuit of me to be in pursuit of him. And his great purpose for me is for me to become like him. In 1897, in a small farm town in western Pennsylvania, a baby boy was born. His parents named him Aiden. By the time Aiden was a teenager, his family had moved to Akron, Ohio, where Aiden got a job in a tire shop. One day when Aiden was 17 years old, he was walking home from work and he passed a man in the street corner who was preaching about Jesus. Aiden heard that street preacher say, if you don't know how to be saved, just call on God saying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Those words kept ringing in Aiden's ears as he continued walking home. If you don't know how to be saved, Just call on God saying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. So when he got home, Aiden went up to the attic of his house and called upon the Lord for salvation. And everything began to change for him. It was just five years later, Aiden was 22 years old, that a storefront church in Nutter Fort, West Virginia, contacted him and asked him to be their pastor. Aiden had very little education. He had never been to college. He had no formal training in ministry work at all but he believed the Lord was leading him to accept the call to pastor. That began 44 years of pastoring, 
in three different churches. His longest pastorate was at the Southside Alliance Church in Chicago for 33 years. Then he spent the final years of his life pastoring in Toronto, Ontario. But Aiden's greatest contribution to Christianity was not in his pastoring. His great legacy was in his writing. He wrote about having a passionate, personal relationship with God. He became known as a writer by the name A.W. Tozer, and his most famous book was entitled The Pursuit of God. I wish I could read the whole book to you, but let me share a sample. Come near to the holy men and women of the past, and you will soon feel the heat of their desire after God. They mourned for him. They prayed and wrestled and sought for him day and night, in season and out. And when they had found him, the finding was all the sweeter for the long-seeking. Moses used the fact that he knew God as an argument for knowing him better. David's life was a torrent of spiritual desire, and his psalms ring with the cry of the seeker and the glad shout of the finder. Paul confessed the mainspring of his life to be his burning desire after Christ. The stiff and wooden quality about our religious lives is a result of our lack of holy desire. Complacency is a deadly foe for all spiritual growth. Acute desire must be present, or there will be no manifestation of Christ to his people. He waits to be wanted. Why do some persons find God in a way that others do not? Why does God manifest his presence to some and let multitudes of others struggle along in the half-light of imperfect Christian experience? Of course, the will of God is the same for all. He has no favorites within his household. All he has ever done for any of his children, he will do for all of his children. The difference lies not with God, but with us. Reading the writings of A.W. Tozer will certainly help fan the flames of your passion to pursue God. Don't ever let that fire die out in your heart. Christian, God wants you to know Him. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.